it's time to expand online. Hi, I'm Jamie Sletsky, and this is the podcast where we break down the tech and strategies that successful hands-on entrepreneurs just like you use to translate their services into online products. There is no fluff. There is no overwhelm. There is no shame. Let's get to it. It's time for you to expand online. Welcome to the Expand Online Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky, and this is episode number 166. I am seriously driven by your creativity. I am absolutely blown away by the programs, the products, the courses, the membership sites, the workshops that you and your peers are creating in the online space. It blows my mind how much you are able to convey about your passion as well as your skills through the online means. And I am honored to be part of your journey, to be helping you and facilitating the process to get your passion out there online in this format, in these online programs. For that reason, thank you. Thank you for being part of the Expand Online community and bringing me into your ears each and every week. If you know another art, music, creative who is looking to expand online, be sure to hit the share button so that you can share the podcast with them. With that, today's episode is all about pricing. Pricing that is different in the way it's structured than what you may have been doing up until now, especially with one-on-one lessons and in-person programs. So traditionally, one-on-one lessons are charged by the half hour or by the hour. and you have a session that is six weeks long, you're going to bill a certain amount for that six-week session. Those are pretty much the most common pricing structures in the in-person teaching space. Now, when we come online, it is easy to just take those models and bring them online. But there are a lot of nuances. Let's talk about them, okay? First, let's talk about the group program that is six weeks long. Great. So you have registration open two weeks before the program starts. Do people get access to anything in those two weeks before the six-week program starts? Yes or no? There is an option there, right? They could get access to some early sessions. They could get access to some private material that's going to help them get set up. That doesn't really exist in the offline space, in the real world space. They sign up. They know that they're going to show up on the first day of class. But in the online space, we don't want them to forget. We want them to already hit the ground running, so to speak. So we're going to offer them something they can access immediately before the program actually starts. So our program is six to 
eight weeks because they can sign up two weeks before and they get two weeks of pre-content or up to two weeks because you may have someone who signs up a day before. And then there's the six weeks of the program and the program wraps up. Then what? Are you giving them access to watch the recordings or to refer back to the training material after the program is over? Are they getting that access for one week, two weeks, 10 weeks? What does that look like? And this is really where that six-week program becomes more. And we have the opportunity to build in a community, build in a culture that is more than just the class, more than just the program. So the pricing for this program isn't just the six weeks of the program. It's the six to eight weeks from the day that they sign up through the end of the program, plus whatever it is that you are offering them to have access to after the program. So when we're thinking about our pricing, we can fairly easily just do it the same as we have always done it in our in-person programming and charge for the program and give the very set parameters of you get immediate access to this and you lose your access or your access expires on this date, which is why group programs that are six weeks in length or less are super easy to bring into the online space. As soon as we go to six weeks or more, we are going to want to start looking at split payments or at monthly payments. Split payment and monthly payment versus paid in full is a conversation that a lot of people in the online space are having as far as if it's one-to-one or not quite. So let's say that your program is $100. Let's just use easy math. And you decide you're going to do a split payment. Do you do that split payment for $50 a payment so that every student is paying exactly the same amount? Or do you increase the split payment fee nominally, maybe to $55 or $60 a payment, which allows your students who get the benefit of the split payment to also be paying a slight bit more than the ones who are willing and able to put the money out straight in front. There are several schools of thought on this. On the one hand, yes, it makes sense to charge your split payment students a higher amount because there is an inherent risk in them not paying subsequent payments. And then you have to chase them around and you have other overheads. And you also have the additional overhead of per credit card transaction charges. So I understand that. On the flip side, they really aren't getting anything extra that the pay in full students are getting. So why should they be charged more? So I can see both sides of it. I would be more than happy to have you bounce your ideas off of me as you are putting together this pricing. That's really a lot of what I wanted to say about the group programs. You have a lot of potential here. It's really important to set the parameters and make it really clear what someone is getting for the money that they're spending because it's not as tangible as sitting in the room with you. We want to make sure that they understand what resources are available to them at the fee that they're paying and how long they have access to those as part of that. 
Now, there is always an add-on that you can throw in for your group programs to extend the access to the online content and possibly extend access to you for feedback loops and otherwise. And those are kind of the membership model, moving your students into a membership. And I've talked about the memberships before here on the podcast, so I'm not going to jump all the way into those. But just if you are thinking about, I want my students to have access for a longer term, that may be something that you will want to consider. Now with one-on-one lessons, charging by the lesson is still going to work. It still makes sense, but it's not my recommended way of doing things in the online space. I like charging by the month. Instead of charging $60 a lesson, charge $250 a month. I know most months we are going to meet with our students four times. And then there are a few months where we actually get to meet with them five times. And that extra $10 a month accounts for those. When you charge by the month, you can build in vacation. So like the last two weeks of December, there's almost never any lessons that go on in that time. But if you charge monthly, December is the exact same rate as every single other month because you get those extra lessons in some other months. And so we just take them away in December. It's kind of like the expectation of you get 48 lessons a year, even though there are 52 weeks in the year, you've built in four weeks of vacation by switching from per lesson pricing to monthly pricing. And also by going to monthly pricing, we are increasing that monthly fee by a very nominal amount that people will not balk at. They'll be excited to pay it because they know that this is a long-term investment. The last thing I wanted to discuss on this particular podcast episode is when you are switching from a one-on-one model into a group model, but you're still in the lesson modality. So you're not creating a program yet, which is totally fine. I'm not saying everyone has to create a program, but instead of just teaching one student, you're teaching two or three or four or six. And this is actually what motivated this entire podcast episode. I was having a conversation over on Instagram in the DMs with someone that I've met recently. And she was talking about the fact that she does one-on-one lessons and that a family had approached her and wanted her to teach all four of their kids at the same time. And she said, how do I change the structure of my pricing? Because I'm not going to charge the same amount for four kids as I charge for one, but it's still the same amount of time. How do I switch things up? So the first thing, of course, definitely switching to a monthly model. That is far and away the first step. So then once you have, let's use those same numbers as we were using before. Once we have that $250 a month for our private lessons, then you can provide pricing on a monthly basis that accounts for more students. So for example, if you have two students in that same hour, each of them will pay $150 a month, which means that on a monthly basis, by bringing on that second student, you are making $50 more a month in that time slot. 
And then you can extrapolate from there. Maybe three students becomes $125 a month for each of the students. And four students goes to $100 a month. And then you leave it at $100 a month uh, for every subsequent student. Maybe you offer a sibling discount if they are in the same group program. There are a number of ways of structuring it. But the most important thing is that when you bring on more students into that lesson, that the per student fee goes down, but the profit of that lesson time slot goes up. So let's wrap this whole conversation up. When we are pricing our programs for online consumption, we need to make sure that we are making it super clear for our purchaser what they get, how often they're getting it, and what all of that looks like. Group programs are no longer from the start day of the program to the end date of the program. There is online material that's available before and after the program that we want to account for in our pricing and in our language and with lessons, whether they are private or small group, we want to make sure that we are charging on a monthly basis rather than a per lesson basis because that allows you to have vacation and to be able to budget and forecast for your financial wellness. So that's all I've got for you today. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode. Again, share, share, share. You know someone who needed to hear this episode right now, or maybe a past episode. Share it and they will appreciate it. And I thank you. And with that, We are wrapping up episode number 166. I will be back next week with episode number 167. Thank you so much for listening. And don't be a stranger. Book a call with me. Go to callwithjamie.com. And I would just love to get to know you. Have a great day.